Hey folks, this is Wes Colton with the Introvert Unbound podcast. For this episode, I am inviting you to the virtual book launch of the Introvert Men's Dating Guide. That is going to be on Friday, January 15th at 7 p.m. Mountain Time because I'm in Colorado. And what we're going to do there, I'm going to do a short talk about dating during the pandemic. I'm going to do some selected readings from the Introvert Men's Dating Guide. Not a lot. It's not going to be story time, but I'm going to go into a few of them, which I think you'll really enjoy. And then we're going to have an attendee Q&A, and that's going to be the majority of the event. And that's really the part that I'm the most looking forward to. So you can bring your questions about the Introvert Men's Dating Guide if you've read it, or just about the concept, or pretty much anything that ties into introvert dating. I'll be happy to answer them. Those questions, I want it to be an interactive event. I really enjoyed doing those. I was doing those in the fall. I've just continued them for now, but this virtual book launch is me starting them up again. Obviously, I want you to get the book. It's on Amazon for Kindle. It's $4.99. It's uh, not very expensive. So this is not about making a ton of money from this book. It's about getting it out there in the world because I think this is a really important topic. Now, why did I write an introvert dating guide for men only? Well, the answer is because I am a man. (laughs) I am a man and I work primarily with men, not exclusively, but primarily. I think that introverted men, as I discuss in the book, do have a bit more of an obstacle in the dating world than introverted women. I don't think that it's the case that introverted women have no obstacles when it comes to their social lives because of the way their brain works. But men, it's a bit tougher. And I'm really not going to get into all the specifics of that because I talk about that in the book. But I think we all know it's true that men are expected to be the the pursuers, the ones who make the first move. And I think the idea of uh, a man who's kind of sitting back and not expressing himself is not something that most women are really drawn to. Whereas that, of course, a woman who doesn't say a word is uh, not super attractive to men, but at the same time, it's not automatically a major strike against them if they're quiet And there's biology behind it. There's society behind it. It's complicated. But I think we all know that's the reality. And so, yeah, I focus on that primarily. However, there is a lot in this dating guide that applies to introverted women as well. The stuff I talk about just about how the brain works and how to manage one's social battery and social intelligence stuff, all of that applies for women. And although the book is written for heterosexual men, because again, that's my personal experience, plenty of this can also apply to people in the LGBTQ community. So this could be gay men, this could be gay women. I would argue that Introvert Men's Dating Guide is pretty darn useful to gay women because it is dealing with dealing with women. So that that certainly applies. There might come a time where I write the introvert women's dating guide, but for right now, this is the the main focus and I hope folks enjoy and get a lot out of it. 
And yeah, sure, I do focus on men because I feel like there are a lot of resources out there for women. It's not to say that women don't have a tough time in a lot of life, and in many ways they have more obstacles than men for, for many aspects of life. But there are many aspects of life where men struggle more, and I believe that this is one of them, and this is what I have to offer. <laughs> so th this is what I'm putting out there into the world. But I think the most important thing about the Introvert Men's Dating Guide is that it is not your typical dating guide. The vast majority of dating guides are just generic advice for people, and they don't seem to realize or don't care, or it's just a marketing thing where it, a lot of what they're saying is not going to apply to somebody who's introverted. It's, it's just not. And for folks who know what we do at Introvert Unbound, we do not belittle introverts. We don't say it, and it's a bad thing. And we don't say you have to change the fact that you're introvert and fake all this. That's the opposite of true. That's people who don't actually understand what introversion is. And they certainly don't understand what we're doing. Basically, we say celebrate being an introvert. We say leverage those strengths that you have that are unique to being an introvert, but also realize that certain things about being an introvert, there are social obstacles to it. And it's ways of finding workarounds and building up muscles. So let's just say one of your leg muscles isn't as strong as the other for climbing a mountain. So you build up the, the strength of the other one, the other muscles. And the reality is certain aspects of climbing, maybe going downhill, your legs are better suited for it. So that clumsy analogy is a way of explaining what it is like to be an introvert in social dating world. And... I'm not going to get into a lot of the details of the book because you have to read it because that's the point of a book. Basically, there are many aspects of dating that we have, we introverts have a strength that extroverts don't have. And just one little snippet is long-term relationships. We're better suited for those. But of course, if you don't get your foot in the door, that's not very useful. So that's kind of what it's all about. And yeah, I think most dating coaches out there, they don't understand what it is to be an introvert. So why do I understand that? What, what makes me so great that I get it? Well, nothing other than the fact that I have done my research. So I'm a science writer. So I've looked into scientific studies around introversion to really understand it. I have read countless books on everything from evolutionary biology to psychology, just across the board and how that ties into being an introvert. I am also a Myers-Briggs type indicator, that's MBTI certified practitioner. So I'm literally a Myers-Briggs expert. Myers-Briggs is where the whole introvert, extrovert stuff comes from. Carl Jung, the psychologist in the 20s, he's the one who came up with stuff like that along with stuff around the unconscious mind and that concept of introversion, extroversion has been sussed out more in Myers-Briggs type indicator MBTI. I don't 100% believe every aspect of MBTI, but the aspect that ties into introversion for sure seems so spot on. And again, the science backs it. The science is basically that different structures in the brain, different parts of the brain have more blood flow to them if you're an introvert when you're thinking, um, then if you're an extrovert. So it's literally the structure of the brain, or at least the wiring of the brain, 
And as to whether you're born with it or it's something that you develop over time, I don't know if that's conclusive. I think personally that you're probably born with it and then society can influence it one way or another. I think most things about how we are are a combination. And I don't know if it's 90, 10, 10, 90, 50, 50, who the hell knows. But that's basically what's going on. And yeah, I, I've taken courses on this. I have done so much reading about this and I have utilized that and tied it into the dating world aspect. And my perspective on the dating world is also unique because, well, first of all, I'm a bit older than a lot of guys who are single and you're like, oh, you're, you must not be a very good dating coach if you're still single. It's like, well, we'll talk about that another time. But I'm 42, and so I have been single and dating for a long time. I've been in a lot of long-term relationships, as well as having done some short-term dating and everything in between. So I have a lot of experience under my belt. And I also kind of come through a lot of different aspects of my development in that I really want to show men how to move forward in their social lives in a way that both benefits them and the woman and society as a whole. That's missing from a lot of the dating guides. It's kind of like, here's how you get what you want. No matter, I don't believe in that. I think you do need to take care of yourself. Of course, you know, you're the center of your own universe and that's fine. But really, we should be doing things that are good for everyone, good for ourselves and good for society. And I think that's a really important component in the dating world because there's a lot that's kind of weird in the dating world and can go really wrong. And so I add that perspective as well. Now there are folks who are, yeah, like, ah, who gives a crap? Just do whatever you want. I don't approve of that. Then there are folks who are so kind of wishy-washy and wimpy. They're like, before you go up to a woman, you need to ask her if you can speak to her. This is literally, there was one time I was doing a free talk. because <clears throat> That's that's what I, I've been doing prior to the pandemic. I do talks on different things online, but I was doing them in person. And one person who is basically a part of the consent culture, and I, I agree with consent. Consent's very important. And I write about that in the dating guide. So you need to make sure that every step of the way, the woman is into what you're doing. But for some of them, it gets a little too literal. So we were talking about, I think I was talking about talking to women in the grocery store, <clears throat> because that's something I believe is a good thing to do. And I said, well, basically, if you see her over there by the soup, you can kind of just go up to her and say, oh, I really like lentil soup, you know, whatever the hell I was saying. And then this person raised their hand. It was actually a couple. They were a, a polyamorous couple. I, I laughed just because it, it fits the, the stereotype of, of, of a certain way of thinking. And, and I don't mean to mock, but when I see an ideology and it's like they believe all the check boxes of a certain thing, that that's I, I laugh at that sometimes. Sorry, that's just what I do. But the person said, well, do you get that person's consent before you talk to her? And so I said, 
Well, I understand the consent is an important thing, and I didn't want to downplay it because I agree that is important, especially for guys who haven't done much dating. They need to know that they don't just get to take the liberties of everything. But I said to him, well, basically, you are already speaking to her if you are asking for her consent to speak to her. So it's like, do you ask for the consent to consent? You know, it starts going maddening. So I think taking it to that level is is kind of kind of nuts. <laughs> so there's folks who who teach stuff around that and I think that that's that's so complicated and it's frankly weird. And maybe if you do have a lot of issues with reading social cues and and empathy issues and and stuff like that, maybe more of a rigorous specific rules are helpful, but for for most folks that's that's overkill, and frankly, I'm going to be honest, women hate that. Now, that's not to say that consent is a bad thing, and it's the opposite. Consent's a good thing, and you want to, you ask her before you kiss her. You can. There are other ways to telegraph whether or not you're doing it. What you don't want to do is you don't want to just sneak up on her and plant a kiss, you know. So consent, good. Folks who take things to a, a, an interesting extreme... Of course, a lot of the folks are really into consent culture because they're they're going to these kink parties where they're electrocuting each other and putting each other in cages and whipping. And yeah, for that, you probably do need <laughs> clear permission. But if you're not into stuff like that, where you're going to squeeze lemon juice into somebody's open wound or, or whatever they do in those parties, then you can relax things a little bit. As long as you're just paying really close attention to body language and what she has to say. And we talk all about that in an introvert men's dating guide, how to be aware of whether she's uncomfortable and, you know, whether you're making her uncomfortable and backing off because of that. So I incorporate all of those pieces. It's, it's a concept called integral and I'm not going to get into that much. I did one podcast on it, but it's a concept where you take the best of all these ways of thinking and you don't deny any of them but you also don't obsessively follow in a lockstep ideology. So to sum, to sum all that up, I have a unique perspective that you're not going to get for most dating coaches. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. I'm, I'm stating an objective fact. And I'm offering that to y'all. And I wouldn't be doing this if it didn't work. I wouldn't be wasting my time telling you any of this information if I didn't believe in it. I think you can tell from how candid I am about everything that I think this is important stuff and I think it can change the world. And because that's ultimately what this is all about. Is this really about dating? All right, secret, it's not. It's not really about dating. That's, that's, my passion isn't dating. My passion is about us fulfilling our full potential. And knowing that being an introvert is a lot different than being an extrovert. And I myself being bound up in these chains, I didn't know what was going on for so many years. And then I found out I was an introvert. As soon as I realized what was going on, I was able to break through those chains. And some of those chains we put on ourselves, some of them society puts on us, you can break through those chains. And we have so much to offer. And that's what I realized is I had a lot to offer, but I wasn't sure how to interface with the world. And yeah, in many world ways, the world was keeping me down because of my introversion, because I wasn't just going out there and being like, blah, here's my crap. And, and other people were, who maybe had less to offer, but were better at communicating that they were advancing and I was not. 
So it was, it was a bit of personal frustration, but also knowing this is not my lot. This is not my lot. And the dating aspect really was a big motivator for me, of course, because it's this biological drive. So I think that's really important, but it goes so much deeper than dating. And I didn't even necessarily realize all that until, you know, several years ago when I was already, I was finally doing good with my dating. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, nice. And, but that alone, that, that does not fulfill you. I'm going to be honest. It's not just about dating. It goes beyond that. And in fact, you can find this fulfillment in your life that you don't even need to date at all. And that certainly isn't going to help my business model, but it's true. And Eventually, I'm going to be talking more at Introvert Unbound about things beyond dating, but dating is that foot in the door, and I think it's a great way to start getting in touch with this stuff, because if I tell you all, hey guys, this is about some really deeper change for ourselves, and then for greater society that needs us, that's less interesting than, hey, you're lonely, you'd sure like to get dates, wouldn't you? And there's nothing wrong with that, and I don't feel like I am stooping down to some low level to teach dating. I, I don't. I just think there there is a lot more to life than that. And if that's right now, if that's the stage you're at, that's really, really important. You know, like it's not all about eating vitamin C all the time. Once you have vitamin C, you're doing fine. You don't need to obsess about vitamin C. But if you have scurvy and your teeth are falling out, vitamin C is the most important ingredient in your life right now. So if you don't have anything going at all with women and you want to have things going on with women, and that's a healthy thing to do for, for a man, then you should probably work on that. And it's more accessible than some of the other aspects. It's funny. There are some guys who they'll just like, well, I just want to meditate all the time and get in touch with the universe and not date. For those, I would say you should get your feet on the ground a little more and actually focus on dating and relating to people because you're 21 and you shouldn't be meditating on a mountain by yourself all day long at 21. You can do a little bit of that. That's that's fine. But it's about having balance. It's about being balanced individuals. And there's going to be plenty of time for you to do that. And I'll say that during this pandemic, I have been doing very little dating and it came at such a perfect time. If it had been several years ago, or even a few years ago when this pandemic happened and then my dating life got curtailed, I would have been very frustrated because my ego was wrapped into it because I became, I don't want to say addicted to, but it became very habitual for me to be dating a lot or dating someone. But I have found this level of contentment with myself over this pandemic that is phenomenal. <laughs> It's, I can't even, I can't put words to it yet because I haven't made sense of it yet. And I certainly haven't done any podcasts on it because again, what kind of podcast would that be for the introvert men's dating coach who's saying, Hey, I spent a lot of this last year deliberately not dating and it's awesome. Here's what I'm going to say to you. If you're doing terrible with dating, you're, you don't get to not date. <laughs> Only once you start doing well with dating, that's when you can stop dating. So that's, that's, that's the weird thing. The other weird thing is like when you stop wanting the dating as much, it, it goes better for you. There, there are so many paradoxes in this universe and that's one of them. And I went into a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't even intend to. All I wanted to do was invite you to the damn virtual book launch 
which again, the virtual book launch for the Introvert Men's Dating Guide is on Friday, January 15th at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. It's going to be via Zoom. So you can check this out through Eventbrite. You can go to introvertunbound.com and check out our blog and you'll see the invite there. You can go to Facebook, Introvert Men's Dating Guide. Uh, the book launch will be on Facebook. On our Twitter, Introvert Unbound. So there are a lot of places you can find it. I will link to it in this description. So no matter where you're listening to the podcast, whether it's Podbean or iTunes or a whole bunch of other places, you'll be able to see that. You should, you should come on. I'm starting more of these virtual groups because it's also a great way for you all to create community because that's the, the piece that I've realized is sort of missing in my model thus far is I work individually with a lot of clients and of course it's been almost exclusively online since the pandemic, but beforehand, even when it was in-person stuff, I would remind them, hey, you got to go out regularly and they wouldn't have other folks to go out with. And you can do it by yourself. And I, I actually encourage that. And in some ways it's better. And that's actually what made me really strong at this was going out by myself because I had no other options years ago. But it is a valuable thing to have community. I'm not going to pretend that it's not. And it is easier to get out the door if you can meet somebody out there, especially who's kind of into the same thing that you're into in regards to what you're trying to do with your life and whatever stage you're at. So the online communities that we're creating, it's a way that people can actually do that. And of course it's tricky because we're all introverts and not super social, <laughs> but I really encourage you all to attend this book launch. You can meet some other guys. And just so you know, on Facebook, if you RSVP, you're in your um, your RSVP and your profile is not visible. So I made that all invisible because I know there's still some guys who get embarrassed for anyone to know that they're trying to work on their dating, which I think is silly because dating is the hardest thing to do. And it's pretty important. We have no problem saying, oh, I'm getting coached on my, my nutrition or I, I'm going to coached on some form of a workout or jujitsu, we're fine with that coaching. But for some reason, for something that's even more important, we're like, let's not let anyone know. So I'm trying to take the stigma away from all of this. I think the biggest stigma is just simply that it's focused on men <laughs> and and it's not as gender inclusive. But I'm sorry, I, I didn't create the world in which it is different to date as a man, as a woman. And guess what, ladies, if you want to make it so it's exactly the same, like you you come up to us, um, you're super open to casual sex with somebody who's like, eh, then, then uh, I will rewrite the introvert men's dating guide and just call it the introverts dating guide and be like, look at everything is the same now. So don't worry about it. But guess what? If it was that easy, there wouldn't need to be a dating guide at all. So that's kind of moot. Please come to the virtual book launch. It's going to be a lot of fun. Buy your copy in advance, buy it afterwards. It's five bucks. Give me a break. If you can't afford it, then I don't even know how you have 
access to the internet, frankly, unless you're you're at a library somewhere for free. But you can probably just not get your coffee. And uh, I'll tell you what, if you are so destitute that you really want to work on this stuff, but you cannot scrounge up $4.99, I will get you a free copy of this. But you're going to have to explain why you don't have $4.99. And I want everyone to be part of stuff. So anyway, check out Virtual Book Launch of the Introvert Men's Dating Guide on January 15th. It's going to be awesome. You all are going to be there. You're going to make it more awesome. And then you're already awesome, but you're going to be even more awesome after this because of all the cool stuff that's going to be bouncing around in your head based on this information. And yeah, I just kind of pull this information out of the air in terms of the words and the structure and then, of course, all the experience that I have. And I, I'm going to say I'm a good writer so that you're going to find this an easy read. And I think you're really going to love it. And I will love the fact that you love it because that's why I'm doing this stuff. I'm doing this for you all. And if somebody had told me years ago that I'd be working with men as a coach, I would have probably laughed in their face. But now I, I get a lot out of this and I, I really love doing it. And I really hope that I can provide the information for you to transform your dating life as an introvert man. So until then, you take care. Hey folks, this is Wes Colton, coach and founder of Introvert Unbound. I hope you got something out of the latest podcast. And if you'd like to keep up on future episodes, be sure to subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, or wherever else you found us. If you want to go a bit deeper, please go to introvertunbound.com and sign up for our free monthly email newsletter. And if you're serious about developing a more fulfilling social, dating, and professional life, email me at west at introvertunbound.com for your free 20-minute zero-obligation online consult where we'll come up with a game plan for you to leverage your strengths, overcome your obstacles, and become the Introvert Unbound.